Thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults, or thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises, declare it unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, of thy faithful people, pardon and peace they may be cleansed from all of their sins and serve you with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise you, the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 25 Unto thee, O Lord, will I lift up my soul. My God, I have put my trust in thee. But let me not be confounded, neither let mine enemies triumph over me. For all they that hope in thee shall not be ashamed, but such as transgress without a cause shall be put to confusion. Show me thy ways, O Lord, and teach me thy paths. Lead me forth in thy truth and learn me, for thou art the God of my salvation, and thee hath been my hope all the day long. Call to remembrance, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindnesses have been ever of old. O oh, remember not the sins and offenses of my youth, but according to thy mercy think of thou upon me, O Lord, for thy goodness. Gracious and righteous is the Lord, therefore will he teach sinners in the way. Them that are meek he shall guide in judgment, and such as are gentle, them shall he learn his way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth unto see such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. For thy name's sake, O Lord, be merciful unto my sin, for it is great. What man is he that feareth the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose. His soul shall dwell at ease, and his seed shall inherit the land. The secret of the Lord is among them that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. Mine eyes are ever looking unto the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. Turn thee unto me, and have mercy upon me, for I am desolate and in misery. The sorrows of my heart are enlarged, O bring thou me out of my troubles. Look upon mine adversity and misery, and forgive me all my sin. Consider mine enemies, how many they are, and they bear a tyrannous hate against me. O keep my soul, and deliver me. Let me not be confounded, for I have put my trust in thee. Let perfectness and righteousness 
dealing a weight upon me, for my hope hath been in thee. Deliver Israel, O God, out of all his troubles. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. We'll begin at the 18th verse of the 40th chapter of the book of the prophet Isaiah. Whom then will you liken God? Or what likeness will you compare to him? Have you not known? Have you not heard? Has it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he who sits above the circle of the earth, and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers, who stretches out the heavens like a curtain, and spreads them out like a tent to dwell in. He brings the princes to nothing. He makes the judges of the earth useless. Scarcely shall they be planted. Scarcely shall they be sown. Scarcely shall their stock take root in the earth. And when he will also blow on them, and they will wither, and the whirlwind will take them away like stubble. To whom then will you liken me? Or to whom shall I be equal, says the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high, and see who has created these things, who brings out of their host by number, calls them all by name, by the greatness of his might, strength of his power, not one is missing. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord? My just claim is passed over by my God. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak. To those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall not run and not be weary. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for He hath regarded the lowliness of His handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm, he hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter of the first epistle of Peter. Therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking, as newborn babies, desire the pure milk of the word, that you may grow thereby, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Coming to him as a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen you also as living stones are being built up by a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual 
sacrifices, for it is also contained in the scripture. The chief cornerstone, elect precious, he who believes on him will no, by no means be put to shame. Therefore to you who believe, he is precious, but to those who are obedient, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone, and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They stumble, being disobedient to the word, to which they were also appointed. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Thou hast prepared before the face of all people to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty Father, who hast given thine only Son to die for our sins and to rise again for our justification, Grant us so to put away the leaven of malice and wickedness, that we may always serve thee in pureness of living and truth, through the merits of thy, of the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness. The merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, welcome. Just a couple of thoughts on, on tonight's lessons. Um, our lesson from Isaiah uh, chapter 40 begins with, Whom then will you liken God? And <clears throat> it's a rhetorical question because the answer is nothing. Uh, there is nothing like God. And, and the word here, like, it comes from 
likeness or visually looks like God. I guess the, the idea is that they're trying to build um, an idol and they need to know how to build the idol um, visually. And um, it's not something that can be done. And, uh, you know, these are some reasons why. And it, it goes through the, you know, the, the things like have you, uh, you know, all the all the great things that God has done, how he um, is very similar. It calls back to the, the, the answer that God gives to Job when Job asks God, why are these evil and terrible things happening? You know, God says there's no way you could possibly understand the answer to the question you're asking. Um, and, and he, you know, in a rhetorical sense goes through because, you know, you don't know, um, you know, how much water is in the ocean or where the storage of, of the water in, in the storm is, is held or, um, you know, where the Leviathan makes his, lies his head and, and makes his home. And then a similar sense, um, the answer to the question, then who is like God? What does he look like? What, you know, these, these features of God um, are met with, you know, these, these attributes that God did. He is the one who, uh, created the heavens and we go into kind of detail of um, the things that God has fashioned to the, the greatness of the world all the way down to the smallest of things um, in in the earth were all you know intentional that God had done nothing was done on accident and God has this enormous power of creation and has created uh, the, everything um, all the way to the biggest to the littlest um, in, in broad brushstrokes, but in tiny detail. And it, it kind of, it, this passage ends on uh, one of the things that, that pleases God most, and that is um, making the weak powerful through, um, through God desiring a relationship with humanity, his, his creation, humanity, that, the thing that he prizes most is us, the hu human race. And God's um, attribute is that he uh, desires a relationship with us and that, that not only does he desire a relationship with us, but he desires to save us and to become one of us. And um, it ends on those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles, they shall run and not be weary. Um, this is kind of a famous verse. It was the, the motto verse of my high school, they shall mount up with wings like eagles. So this verse kind of, um, you know, has been, been in my mind for a long time now, but the meaning of it is that God desires to um, take humanity, which amongst all of the creation, all the hugeness of the creation, uh, can seem kind of small and insignificant, especially if you, you kind of like think about it a little bit, like, you know, why, why humans? Why are we, why are we so special? And the verse 18, and um, to whom then will you liken to God kind of comes to mind um, in the sense that God has always desired to be with humans. It, the, in the Garden of Eden, God walked with with um, Adam uh, and conversed with Adam, and uh, it, it has always been God's desire to take on our nature. Um, 
whether we had fallen or not, who knows what that would have looked like if we if we had not sinned. What you know, God taking on our nature and dwelling with us as a human being. Um, unfortunately, the fact is that we did sin, and God took on our our human nature and 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 um, and used that nature in a different way. He had to redeem that nature. He didn't just get to be in it with us. And so, you know, God desires to save us. And um, one of the traditions of the church, um, which may or may not be true, but I, I thought it was an interesting thing when, when the verse to whom will you liken God, um, when God had created humanity and um, had told his plans to the angels uh, that he was going to uh, take on our nature and not the nature of the angels, uh, Lucifer, the chief of the angels, uh, was very upset with this and, you know, did not like the plan that God was going to cherish uh, humans over angels and said, I will, I will not serve. And that is the fall of Lucifer to Satan. And Michael, the archangel in his righteous indignation, uh, retorted with, who is like God? Um, and that's where the, the, the name Michael comes from. It's Hebrew for that rhetorical question, who is like God, which the answer is uh, no one. Um, and so it's a very, you know, traditionally it's a demonic thing to, to view humanity um, as some small and insignificant thing. Um, that was the thing that angered Satan and, and made him who he was, was his rejection that humans are the most cherished creation of God, and that God loved us so much that he desired to take on our human nature. And one of the largest, you know, signs of the demonic in our world is a rejection of humanity as being of the utmost importance. And we can see that in um, a, a, a disregard for human life in practices such as abortion or you know, even getting married without necessarily needing to, um, you know, uh, without ever intending of having children or, you know, dictators um, not cherishing human life and seeing humans as expendable. Um, and so anyway, God did take on our nature and, and did come to save us. And, and we, we experienced that narrative from um, Advent up until now, where, you know, in the nativity at Christmas, Jesus comes, he lives a sinless life with our nature, um, he dies and, um, and is resurrected, and in which case he uh, rejuvenates our nature, he redeems it, and um, death and sin no longer have power over um, our nature so long as we follow Jesus. Um, through our baptism, we're we're buried and raised with Christ, and and um, and through baptism we go where where um, where God goes. And our letter from First Peter um, it kind of talks about the importance of following Christ, and that this was the ultimate plan: is that God wanted to dwell with us as a human, and <clears throat> Christ is the is the cornerstone that that is um 
you know, Jesus is our resurrection and, and our God, and and um, and we are to meet Him um, because He's also meeting us. And so this this passage of First Peter goes through <clears throat> goes through, um, you know, because God has chosen to be human and and saved us, our appropriate response is to follow him and to love him and to cherish him and to want to also be with him. And not everyone is going to want that. Those who um, believe the deceits of the devil will see Jesus as something that's foolish and see that God has taken on human nature as something that is um, dumb and stupid and kind of a superstition and, and not want to believe it and actually want to fight it. And this is another sign of the demonic is that um, is that Jesus was a liar. He wasn't actually God. He isn't actually human. You're not actually going to raise from the dead, um, which are all lies that stem from Satan's jealousy of us as humans, that, that God chose to love humans more uh, than angels. And so, and so um, you know, how do we combat that? We combat that by by following Jesus and, and turning our attention toward him as the chief cornerstone. Just a couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Uh, it's Wednesday night. We will end um, by praying the litany for the church and evangelism. You can click on the chat bar um, on the right and read the italicized portions aloud as we read through the litany. We offer the litany for the church and evangelism this, this evening to the glory of God the prayers and intentions of those who are present here for evening prayer. We ask that God would open up new doors of mission and ministry within our diocese and the other communities, our diocese as well. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful. Have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God. Have mercy upon us. We seriously beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and they may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, to hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state.
Bring them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endure us with grace of thy Holy Spirit, and end our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed. Granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God. It may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed, in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures, making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to put it into our hearts, seek out and find thy lost sheep, and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ, be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, brought thy Holy Spirit upon our diocese and the community our diocese is working with. And grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual well spiritual welfare. Lighten and guide our clergy and lay workers. Strengthen and increase the faithful. Visit and relieve the sick. Earn and soften the wicked. Rouse the negligent and careless. Cover the fallen. Restore the penitent. Move all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth. Bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church. Be honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with solid remorse. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Joel, for responding and reading tonight. Thank you all for being Thank here. Hope you have a, a great Wednesday evening. Bye. Thank you, Deacon Andrew. Thank you. Great have a good night, everybody. Thank you. That was wonderful. Thank good night. You.